Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. If you're interested in creating more balance in your life, understanding your five-element energetic nature, finding the path of greatest ease, or releasing the baggage of this lifetime and discovering ancient alchemy that can help you fly in your life, join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical transformational journey. Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. My name is Jay and I have Lita Herman here as always and this is pod 74. Hello Inspired Actioneers. So for those of you listening now in the year 2020. Boy we got a lot going on here right? <laughs> yeah. You already know we're experiencing something in the world that I think most of us have never seen before in our lifetimes. You know, the impact of this coronavirus pandemic and the COVID-19 disease on our lives feels bigger than any other pandemic. And, you know, we probably haven't seen anything this wide sweeping since the Spanish flu in 1918, which so of course that would we put didn't you pretty see. old. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and everything is changing so fast. We have a new, not so normal, normal. normal yeah. <laughs> Just a few weeks ago, life was sort of normal in the United States. And even though some of us were bracing ourselves for the arrival of this virus, you know, with more and more of us going into lockdown around the world, you know, I can now safely say nothing feels normal for any of us. Yeah, I really think the new normal does not feel normal yet. We're still going through all the changes and the transformations. And it really seems because we live in such an instant world that the news is changing every hour. And that's this whole new thing also that we have to grapple with. And so we thought today uh, we really wanted to tap into what's the most important here. In the last podcast, we talked about ways for you to stay healthy. We did a short video with Lita showing some self-care tips with acupressure points and gua sha. And boy, we've gotten a huge response on that. And I would encourage you to go back to uh, listen to the podcast number 73, and then maybe watch Lita's videos and how you can keep yourself and your family uh, a little bit healthier and doing some self-care. You know, it, it does feel to me that most people around the world, Lita, are going to have some contact with this virus at some point. So we highly encourage everyone to practice some of these simple but very powerful uh, tips and points and gua sha things that Lita points out in the, the self-care video, which is free. It's on YouTube. It's also on Facebook. Um, so if you get it and you like it, send it to people. The more people we can get to watch this, the better, you know, with the hospitals and doctors being overrun, lead a self-care, maybe the only care that someone can get. Yes, and I've been using these techniques on myself and others since before the 2009 pandemic over 10 years ago when my son was one of the two kids in his class who didn't get sick from that. He thought it wasn't fair because he didn't get to stay home from school that year like everyone else. And But anyway, we worked that out since then. I've yet to even get the common cold because as soon as I get that first sign of something, I use these Chinese medicine theories that we talked about and we show in the video to kick out whatever was invading my body. And that's the goal, that is the idea. If you do come in contact with a virus like COVID-19, you can quickly dispel it before it goes into your lungs. And that could mean the difference between a little tickle in your throat and something more serious. Yeah, that's such a good point, Lita, because people, you know, they're trying to 
to understand how this works. And, you know, because we have a healing center, the Alchemy Healing Center, we know probably way too much about this disease, this COVID-19 and the coronavirus. So we've been reading about this for quite a while now, and we do read a lot of stuff. And then we just try to absorb it and how we can then, you know, disseminate it out to other people. You know, we are supporting a large group of clients, uh, people locally through herbs. We have a really amazing two herbalists in our practice who are really trying to help people. We're also doing some telemedicine where we can teach you tips and techniques and points to support you energetically. Lita has a packed schedule. She's doing a lot of that work. And, you know, I think our clients are counting on us to provide the best care we can for them. Because Lita, I really think we have this healthcare crisis going on in the United States and globally in the world. You can really see it all over how this is just kind of like really pushing the modern healthcare system to the max in this kind of event. Yeah, and we're trying to keep apprised of all the latest research about how Chinese medicine and just Asian medicine across all the Asian countries, how they are having a positive impact overall with the people who have gotten sick from coronavirus or COVID-19. And so we want to share that with you. So we're going to put it in the show notes, this introduction to this video that I did. And also we have a Gua Sha self-care course for those of you who are new to Gua Sha. So if you have a few extra minutes, check it out. And we have more coming in the next few weeks as well. Yeah. And I just wanted to point out to anyone listening that there is no known treatment or cure right now for COVID-19. Chinese medicine, Western medicine, they're treating symptoms, you know, and Lita is really good about pointing that out that we, you know, any Chinese medicine practitioner is treating symptoms right now. They really don't know exactly how this is going to react uh, and even more virus. importantly, prevention, you know, keeping yourself healthy, keeping you in balance yeah, and immune system. Boy, that's the definitely the buzzword right now. Yeah. Immune, healthy immune system, healthy immune system. And, you know, Tai Chi, Qigong, you know, is very good for the immune system, but you have to practice that over time. So even if you are starting day one, it's, it's a step in the right direction, but it takes time yeah. on that. So yeah. anything you do to improve it, you start with day one. So check it out. You know, they're great tips. And we just want to segue into today's agenda, which is completely kind of entirely, different. entirely different. You know, we like everyone else right now are finding it difficult to feel peace and harmony, which is very much in line with the Tao's philosophy. You know, when there was so much tumultuousness outside of our, our lives, how do we find peace and harmony? So in today's podcast, we're coming back to what's most important in our lives. We want to encourage everyone listening to take a step back and pause and breathe. Really take a deep breath. And you can go ahead like right now. We'll wait. Close your eyes as long as you're not walking, running, or driving. And just breathe in. Yes. You have that luxury. Some people can't even do that right now. Yes. So go ahead. We'll wait. <laughs> yes. So in that breath, we can begin to expel whatever stress and fear is accumulating right now inside you. And the pandemic creates a huge fear-based reality. And while it's probably not smart to ignore it entirely and stick your head in the sand, now that we're in it, it's time to pause and think, to reassess 
to keep asking better questions, right, Jay? That's pretty much what I say in every <laughs> podcast. Yes, that's your advice always. You know, we just have to keep asking better questions, even in a pandemic. This does bring up a number of important questions that I was thinking about. You know, in the face of something that brings death to many people, what are we living for right now? What are you living right for right now? Why do we want to be alive right now? Why are we here? And most importantly, can we be present in ourselves today, right now in this very moment? Are you, are we living in the present moment? And this is the theme of today's podcast, presence, because fear is the number one thing that takes us out of being present. We project ourselves forward in time to the future disasters that our imaginations so crazy that they can come up with all these things to think about. And while we are thinking about that future time, guess what? We're not truly living authentically. We're not being in the Wu Wei moment. And we're certainly not allowing that inspiration that gives us that reason to live, love, and thrive in the world. Yeah, you're so right, Lena. You know, I'm definitely susceptible to this. You know, wood, it's a kind of a wood thing being the hero. You know, they love to be the hero. It's kind of a natural state for many people, myself included. I can totally occupy all of my time in seemingly endless future scenarios like the what ifs, the whens, the what abouts, and strategy and different things, which is totally robbing myself of actual life, of living in this now moment. So we have to get into that feeling of how do we, how do we process this without over-processing it, which would then would go into earth. Yes. But you know, you can't live in a future state. Think about it. You can only live in this moment of time right now, this second, and then it goes into this minute. And that's about it. It's that power of now we always talk about. Eckhart Tolle, you know, perhaps we should all go back and revisit this book, The Power of Now. You know, he really helps us remember how important it is. It's not really that the now moment is powerful, quote unquote. It's just that... That was air quotes. That was our air quotes. It's just that it's where we should be. And the more time we spend in that now moment, the more enjoyment we feel in life. Totally. I mean, think about it. What are you doing right now while you're listening to this podcast? You might be looking out a window. So what's out there? Just take a look and actually focus. Trees, birds, grass, our clouds drifting by. What is of interest? What is alive? What is living, breathing, working, moving? You know, uh, just doing things. Nature is out there. And even if you're inside, are you even aware of what's going on around you? What are the surroundings that are going on right now? Life is going on right now. So let's take a moment right now. Look around. Go ahead. Go to a window if you have to. (laughs) We'll wait. (laughs) And remember to breathe while you do it. Yes, we'll play some nice breathing music right here. So if you're back from looking around and observing, we've often talked many times, Lita, about being the observer. You know, we think about all this external stuff that is so important. And, you know, it is for some. I'm not going to say it's not for everyone because that would be a judgment. But people's lives are on the line. The healthcare workers, the doctors, first responders, police officers, uh, firefighters, all of them out there. You're probably, you know, not going to get personally them get a second to breathe and look around we get that we understand that life is moving by in a blur right now but you know what we could all try to hold that space for them right now 
And that doesn't mean you shouldn't pause, even if you are in that kind of job, because if you take care of yourself even a little bit, you're way more helpful to everyone else. Isn't it that Gandhi, isn't it Gandhi that says, um, if you don't have time to meditate for 20 minutes, then you should meditate? What is the quote, That's Jay? That's my That's favorite, favorite quote, but I don't think it was Gandhi, although oh. he may have said it because it was a very you know, inspiring <laughs> thing. But I think it was just a Buddhist handed down zen kind of thing like I, anonymous I don't, yeah i don't i think oh a few years ago i tried to find a source but if anyone is good at that check it out send it to us so yes if you're on the front lines of this thing it's important to put yourself first sometimes so that you can be helpful to others that's one of the first rules of this ambiguous term we use so often which is self-cultivation the key to self-cultivation is a level of selfishness that's hard to have in a pandemic. It's putting your own oxygen mask on first before you help someone else. Or maybe in this case, an N95 mask yes. on first. Yes, Let's of course. Let's get them some PPE, huh? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. So today we're going to talk about presence in a big way. That's another podcast. Yes, that's another podcast. But yes, put the PPE, N95 yes. mask on before yourself, before you help yes. anybody else. Yes. But even if you're listening well past the end of this pandemic, hallelujah, um, this is good advice for every day of our lives, no matter what's happening in our outer world. Yeah, you know, Lita, this idea of presence has got a long historical basis in Taoism. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yes, yeah, so one of the great philosophers, Zhuangzi, talked about the phrase free and easy. He and his colleagues, philosophers, philosophers called people who were free and easy, the wandering Taoists. Now, not because they wandered around, but I'm sure that some of them did, but because they didn't buy into the drama of life. So it's a perfect beginning to our conversation because a pandemic is a pretty huge drama. The wandering Taoists, does that mean they just wandered through life? Yeah, carefree, carefree, free and easy. And yes, we're in huge drama right now. It's a big, big water element moment. Water people are just, you know, running around doing all kinds of stuff. There's emergencies all around us, constant anticipation of what's going to come next, being ready, you know, for the next drama. I mean, you know, it's funny you say water. I've been noticing most of my water clients are doing the best best that they do right now and they haven't even thought about it but water people excel in emergencies Absolutely. i just thought i'd put that in they're also the ones who talked about who flip the car and yeah you know pull the people out yes. and they're definitely first responders usually yeah you know uh emergency room docs yes. and all kinds of stuff and yes. our nurses and just they love this it's it what it makes them thrive. Yeah. But for the rest of us, you know, if you want to be a wandering Taoist, it's like being in the eye of the storm. All this wind and rain is swirling around you, but you're quiet in the middle of it all. You're being you without needing to be anything else. And that's the essence of the present moment, right? Yes. Yeah, being your authentic self is just a huge part of this. So you have to start to connect with yourself, right? And that's the way I'm thinking of this. Yes, and we have so many social conventions. Like, Jay, when we started this podcast today, you gently suggested for me not to be too happy or laugh too much because that would seem insensitive to the people out there suffering in this pandemic. And you're right to say that to me. After all, I'm fire and I could be talking about death and still be smiling and laughing. Fires are extremely inappropriate about these things, but that is the true nature of fire. Yes, I do think fires are the ones who are maybe at funerals or really serious events. They might be telling jokes or laughing, but it's in a good way. It's from their heart. 
You know, it's a nice to sometimes have someone light in the mood, but it can be off-putting to some of the more serious people who are maybe grieving and mourning. And with that said, social conformity, earth thing, may not be a fire thing. <laughs> yes. And I'm glad you mentioned that example because that's just it. If you're being authentic and you're at a funeral, society tries to dictate the norm of behavior for funerals. And perhaps you aren't willing to be serious that day. Or conversely, maybe you're not willing to be joyful just because you're attending a wedding. So the question is, are you fabricating yourself to fulfill a particular situation or are you being fully present? So Juanza challenged us to be 100% present. And that's what he called free and easy. That's being the wandering Taoist, not just putting on a facade and doing what society expects of you. And that's not exactly easy. It's a tall order for sure. Yeah, we're not about doing the status quo in this podcast. We never do. It always seems like we're on the outside of the norm. <laughs> you know, we want it, we're all about growing and transforming and embracing new ideas. And you know what, sometimes that offends people and sorry, not sorry, right? Is that what they say? <laughs> yeah, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. But this is what we really believe in. And this is how we live our lives. And we take this difficult time when many of us can't even go to work. They can't even, can't even leave their houses. We can't really do the, enjoy some of the things that we've enjoyed before. So now we take this time and maybe examine ourselves a little bit more, examine our lives. We can take this time to evaluate, you know, I'm thinking, Lena, like the situations that cause people to put conditions on themselves, like being a parent or playing the role of a boss or a teacher or a spouse. Again, by asking better questions, asking yourself, have a conversation with yourself. I think you'll start to see yourself or ourselves, I'm going to say that in a group setting here, perhaps in a different light. And I'm pretty certain. I hate that saying, mark my words, but you know, it came from one of my parents or someone's parents. But I think this is, people will not, a lot of people are not going to want to go back to the old normal after this. Yeah. They're going to choose new paths to follow if they take the time to self-examine where they are right now. Wow, that's really interesting. It will be interesting to see where this takes us all. If we want to talk about presence in this way, we could also look at where presence really comes from. In Chinese medicine and philosophy, they say presence comes from your heart. The heart represents the source of your internal light. And, in, and the Chinese term for this is guang. It's the illumination that comes from your heart. Well, Lita, I've heard you talk about the heart before many times. And maybe if you could explain that we the two hearts of Chinese medicine, for those who have never heard you talk about it, I can't remember if we've talked about it in a podcast before. Maybe when you were talking about fire. Yeah, the we two may hearts. have done this. Yeah, yes. let's talk about the hearts a little bit. Yes, so we have our true heart, which is not our physical heart, the one we think of. The true heart is actually the empty space inside our hearts where the blood flows through. And it's believed that's where our spirit lives. So our spirits is what causes our light to emanate out of us. It's like when people who are bright and shining and you see the light in their eyes and the light is just emanating off their face. It's so visual. We actually say Invisible. Yes, we actually, <laughs> you're right. We actually say the spirit can be seen in a person's eyes and their countenance, their face. Or conversely, you can see when a person's light is dim, like when you're sick, you know, a person looks ashen and their eyes actually look dim. So that's when the spirit is not flowing freely in their heart. 
And so what's the other heart? The other heart is what we call the heart protector in Chinese medicine, which is technically what most people think of as the heart, the container of this this true heart, the walls of the heart, the, the thing that is doing the actual beating of the heartbeats. We call that the heart protector in Chinese medicine. So it's all about keeping you safe. It's all about conditionality. What are the conditions for safety in our lives? Think about this virus. We're all washing our hands and we're spraying disinfectants on doorknobs. And wearing, yeah, gloves and masks. And this is our heart protector helping us to keep things sanitary. These are the conditions to keep us safe. The inner heart doesn't have any conditions, it is just true love and beyond fear. Yeah, you know, I think we talked about this before. You know, we have this healing center. We've talked about it many times. And so many people come to see the healers that are here because they want that feeling of comfort and the safety about them and about their health. And, you know, later they come to you for reassurance. They trust you because they feel safe to be themselves with you. You don't put conditions on them. You don't give them uh, this whole uh, sense of false security. You give them a safe space to discover their authenticity. And that is just amazing. And you definitely don't buy into any story they're already telling themselves. You're so good at that. That's a good way to put it, Jay. You know, but at the same time, our healing center is about alchemy and transformation. And alchemy is an invitation to change. So even though we create a safe space or container, within that container, we invite people to undergo their own transformation. We don't want them to keep doing the same things that made them sick in the first place. What's the point of healing if you go back to exactly the same scenarios that made you sick? So while we try to help your heart protector feel safe, we're also inviting people to challenge their heart protector's need for the status quo, which feels safe, but is actually causing illness. We have to challenge the heart protector to help someone create change. Yeah, in this, in this moment, in this time of crisis, I feel it's kind of like the same idea. Is your heart protector completely calling the shots? Or can you find a balance, strike a balance between safety in the outer world and the presence of your inner heart in the world? I'm not sure. I just thought I'd kind of throw that out for you That's- to talk think about you know it's if you're trying to be authentic in your life if you're trying to be in that present moment that that's all we truly have the past is the past the future is the future neither can we change or truly be and you can't be in the past you can't be in the future you're in the present moment this is all we have this is right where it is this is right now so how do you get your heart to be in align with that Yes, the question is, what is this thing called presence that the inner heart does? It's simply not pretending, pretending to do your life. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah, when you're doing something the way you think, air quotes, think it's supposed to be done, then you're going through the formalities of life, which is not presence. Presence is something that emerges from your heart and is ultimately an expression of love. So if you want to have presence, it's very easy. You ask yourself, what are the things I truly love? When you're doing those things or being in that state, what does it feel like? What is it like? That's your presence. That's your authentic self. 
What does it feel like? Which also means you have to be comfortable with yourself. If you got up this morning and like weighed yourself, for example, and the scale told you a number you're very unhappy with, now you're not comfortable Throw with yourself. Throw that damn scale out. <laughs> yes. And you know, it, it doesn't know you. It doesn't know anything about you. It's a, except the physical number that pops up. You know, we as humans put the emotional response on that scale, good or bad, right or wrong, fat or skinny. I say toss that bleep and bleep and well wait let's recycle it at least <laughs> okay recycle the scale get rid of the scale so perhaps that happens because you're comparing yourself to others and it makes you have a bad body image so another requirement of presence is being authentically yourself which is accepting who you are now and finding comfortability in you that's oh, a tough that's word that's a hard there. word to yeah. say <laughs> comfortability how's that right? yeah. i could say if i can say that's not that tough <laughs> Because I make a lot of words. Okay, so if you're someone who is very uncomfortable with yourself, then we want you to know that you actually have the capacity to change your perception of yourself in the world. You change it from the inside. If you can change your perception, you can change who you are. If you say there's nothing you could do because this is who I am, then guess what? You can't change it. So you can try doing something completely different in your life, something you've never done before, or try doing something you do every day, but do it totally differently. That's you cultivating new perceptions of yourself in the world, new ways to see yourself. And if you can change your now moment, then you cannot make the same judgments of yourself. Presence is also about having trust in yourself and who you are. I'm going to say that again. Presence is also about having trust in yourself and who you are. That is such a good point. It's like your water element. Now, even if you're not water first, we all have all five elements. So your water element is the element of trust. And you have to put your faith in your own heart. The water element is your trust. And the fire element is actually the confidence that you have. So you're creating that connection between trusting that all is well in the world and letting it give your heart the confidence to be you in the world. How confident do you feel about what you do in the world? If you're confident and you love it, then you will be present. If your heart is in it, it will show. Yes. And you'll definitely be more comfortable. And I often think about confident could be the wood element, but in reference to the heart, absolutely fire. Yes. You know, if you're comfortable and confident in yourself, you don't have a lot of self-judgment, then you're able to generate your presence. And that extends feelings going way out to doing all the other things that you want to do in your life. Even the things you may not love, it'll all feel a little bit better. And that's how you have this presence of doing the things that you do love. And ultimately, that's inspired action, Lita. That's what the Chinese call the Wu Wei. That's How podcast. many podcasts have we talked about yeah. the Wu Wei? Yeah. And of course, we call it inspired action. So this is what we're talking about. This is what we're trying to really, really emphasize. And at this moment in time, we all need to really look inside of ourselves. Well, here's an example. Imagine if you're fire and you love being around people and lots of activity. You love going to a dance party, for example. That's what you love. So you take that feeling you have when you're doing what you love and you make that your mindset all the time, your presence, and you project that out into the world. This is how true healers heal. Their hands even project that presence with a lot of chi. And when you're in the love, you're excited. And that's when the energy flows through you. And that was just a wonderful fire example. <laughs> and even like maybe the earth with the healing. 
you know, let's how about let's do a water or metal? Or you just, you know, let's just say if you're water metal, you love to spend time alone, and that makes you the happiest. That's when you love to be in the moment. So that could be your mindset. You could project that out into the world. You could share that with others. That sense of peace and tranquility. And even if you're a healer and you're water or metal, this will be the healing you have to offer to the world. That's such a good point. I love that. So for homework today. Ask yourself, what state would you love to be in right now or most of your life? How would you characterize that state? What are the qualities of it? How does it feel when you're in it? What adjectives can you use to describe it? You know, we would always recommend, you know, spending some time to think about this. Don't just answer it today. Give yourself some time. You know, we all have some time right now. Yeah, we have time right now. That's the whole point of this podcast. So think about periods in the past where you've attained that state. Write that down in your journal, a description of that state as accurately as you can. That's your state of presence. Lita, you've mentioned many times that this is the state, that state of presence that many, if not all healers, work from. So if our listeners are working on finding that state in themselves, essentially they're working on healing themselves. Oh, that's a good point. Okay, you can't heal anyone if you can't heal yourself first. Oh, love so it. We want to heal the world. Yes. We heal ourselves first. Boy, the world needs some healing right now. So we work on our, we heal ourselves <laughs> yes, first. Yes. We can use the word healing loosely, really. When you find your presence, even without you intending to provide healing, you are healing others. You help others find their presence when you enter your presence. And I'm going to throw out a Gandhi quote. He said, be the change you want to see in the world. There's That's your Gandhi the one quote. I yeah. was thinking of. This is what, how we need to really think about. <laughs> I knew Gandhi belonged in this yes. podcast. <laughs> yes. So today's topic really is about this presence. It's so important right now. We're all focused on the health palace every Everyone who follows us. This is a wood palace and the nine palaces. The first thing we all need to do is to heal ourselves, presence, authenticity, which I'm sorry, it kind of is direct conflict with fear. Okay, you cannot be fearful and be present at the same time, at least from my understanding. No, I don't think it's possible. You could be present right. with someone else's fear, but your very presence will help them release the fear and give them a sense of all is all well. All is well. That's all what I was thinking. Well. All is well. You know, it's funny that we, we brought up that all is well phrase. It's the phrase I use when I feel fearful in my meditations in the morning. I just meditate on the phrase all is well. And it comes back to that Taoist farmer story where the Taoist farmer's horse runs away and everyone pities him and says, oh, it's so bad. Your horse ran away. And they think how much he's suffering. But he says, well, maybe. And he doesn't feel bad at all. Then the horse comes back with a bunch of other horses with it. And all the townspeople tell him how lucky he is. And he says, well, maybe. And then his son rides off on one of the new wild horses and falls off and breaks a leg. And everyone says, how misfortunate for the loss. And the farmer says, well, wait, let me guess. Well, maybe. Right. And then the army comes through the town and conscripts all the young men, except the farmer's son, because he has a broken leg. Well, you get the point. <laughs> yeah. So this life is a constant exchange of yin and yang. And I will throw in the well, maybe. Yes. Okay. When we see something we don't like, like a pandemic, we feel how wrong and how bad it is. And on many levels, it is. But the Taoist point of view, the Taoist perspective, perspective as well. Just wait a minute. Soon some good will come of this and all is well. Death is a part of the cycle of life. As hard as it may be for us to accept that in fact, 
this is going on right now, it brings renewal. You know, after the winter comes spring, harmony flows in nature, and then all is well. Yeah, all is well again. That's this theme. Yeah. So these are the fundamental questions to contemplate during this quiet time for many of us, this tough time for many of us. We aren't here to give you the answers today on this podcast. You have to find the answers for yourself to your own presence, which is going to be different from anyone else's. Remember, there's no good or bad. There's no right or wrong. Are you allowing yourself to have more states of that feeling of love? Are you doing things that you love that make you feel like you're in alignment with yourself? Or are you caught up with all the drama, all these different things that take you away from that feeling that you have? Where are your own personal thoughts in this? Inside your head? Inside, is it coming from someone else? The media, your cell phone, newspaper, the neighbors, your partner? Try to remember that you are you. And anything that you're passionate about and truly love comes from the inside. So it has to do with doing the things you love and being in that state of love because presence means unconditionality. You know, it's like being with a friend or a podcast host (laughs) that has no expectations of you and doesn't put any conditions on you. You love them because they give you the freedom to be yourself. It's like coming back to being like a child. Yes, we've talked about that many, many times. Because of the conditions you imposed on yourself or that have been posed upon you, you're not able to be present. And that's what we're trying to drop or lose when we're finding our presence. You know, and I also think it's important to acknowledge if you're not comfortable with yourself right now, that's okay. The first goal if I have to put a wood goal on there, right? Yes. It's a good goal. <laughs> that is not to find the state of love, but at a minimum, find a state of comfortability with yourself. Self-acceptance, opening your heart is a good place to start. It's where you are right now. And then from there, you can move into a state of love. But for some people, the state of love might be too big a leap. And if it feels like that, that's okay. The entryway into that is a state of comfort. That feeling that I'm okay just as I am and not needing to compare yourself to others who you think are better than you. Or doing it better than you or living right. a life better than you. You right. know, Ultimately, you just have to be yourself, love who you are, be comfortable with yourself. That's unconditionality. Boy, I said that pretty good, right? Yes. Unconditionality. The only condition for presence is love itself. You have to say that again. The only condition for presence is Love Love itself. itself. Yeah. And once you find presence, it's important to remember that it's not a permanent state. Spiritual leaders aren't in it all the time. You know, I'm pretty sure His Holiness the Dalai Lama or like the Pope or, you know, all these great people, they have good days and bad days, even Mm. though they have a ton of presence. I think that's a great point. Comes back to self cultivation. I know I sound like a broken record. You know, we all have this ability to cultivate the very same presence that those wonderful people that are on the planet that are doing. There's just such such a long list. I could spend all day of all the people we admire that are doing these really great things. And then but we want to talk about you and your ability to cultivate your own presence, your true authenticity. You know, we may want to put those people on a pedestal, but we also have that very same ability. And what we're talking about today is your ability to cultivate yourself in the world. Absolutely. Your true authenticity. Yeah, that's so just where it's at. I think on that note, let's just end it right here. Uh, You know, uh, we hope you enjoy finding your presence because that's also important to enjoy the journey along the way. You know, let's remember to stay together as a global community. We're all human. We're all in this together. Spread love, not fear. We will get through this no matter what. But together in peace and kindness, it's a much nicer way to go through life. 
Yes, join us in embracing the wandering Taoist theory of life together. Yes, and all is well. Let's go out and wander. Let's go out and wander together. Yes. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast, and you've reached the end. Woohoo! Why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there. We love having you with us on this journey and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast. And if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at Lita at InspiredActionPodcast.com or Jay at InspiredActionPodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening and remember to hug the dog.